Zabar's is such a venerable New York institution, the subway conductor actually calls out its name as the train screeches to a halt underneath 79th Street and Broadway. Above ground, however, this deli would be hard to miss. It's not just the rows of friendly, well-lit windows along Zabar's nearly block-long facade or the seductive aroma of warm bread, fresh coffee, smoked fish and cheese, and other prepared food that fills the streetscape in front of the store. It's also the variety and enthusiasm of Zabar's shoppers themselves, about 35,000 a week. Zabar is the greatest place uh, to buy uh, food. Whatever you, whatever you crave, wherever you're from, you find something in Zabar's. I come here three or four times a week. While her husband peers benignly over a nose-high pile of Zabar's orange and white shopping bags and assorted boxes, this glamorous lady in a mink coat crows about the food. For Rosby's Fluffles, Zabar's is the only place in New York that sells it constantly, every day, medium rare. Pink, beautiful, roast beef, perfectly made. And she's addicted to the pretzels that they sell here. You actually can see the fingerprints on the pretzels because they make them handmade, mm -hmm. and they're great. I live here. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. People who don't live here love Zabar's, too. This woman came from Syracuse, New York, five hours away. Now she's so loaded down with delicacies, she can barely squeeze her way out of Zabar's double exit doors to get a taxi. She explains why. Everything is fresh and delicious, and I find unusual things here. One elderly couple traveled to the store from the Upper East Side. On the map, Zabar's may be just across town, but New Yorkers are fiercely loyal to their neighborhoods. And for those who don't live on the Upper West Side, going to Zabar's can sometimes seem like a foreign expedition. Well, I like the coffee. Kenya Double A. Is you really loaded down? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm the carry-all. She's she buying and I'm carrying. Selma Bernstein has lived around the corner from the store her entire life. For her, Zabar's is like a town square where she can people watch and find something delicious for tonight's supper. I live around the corner. I am here as a daily thing deciding what to eat for dinner, <laughs> what they're going to cook for me for dinner. I almost resent the people that come from distances to push me out of line because this is my, that's right, I'm here every day. You just love good food, don't you? Love good food. Selma sidles up to a tray of free cheese samples held out by one of the store's kindly-looking demonstrator ladies and helps herself. Would you like this cheese here? This cheese is excellent. But you like, say you like stinky cheese? Oh, yes, it could be Limburger, it could be anything. As, 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 the, the, the stronger the better. Come on a Friday afternoon. Really? What's happening on Friday? They have all kinds of this type of tastings. You can eat the most delightful little samplings. And if you're really not shy, you can get doubles. <laughs> I didn't get a double yet, but I'm going to. Zabar's is a $40 million a year operation. A far cry from its beginnings as a small countertop purveyor of Jewish delicacies back in the 1930s. Some say the secret to Zabar's continued success is its family atmosphere. But others say the secret of Zabar's success is simpler. The Nova and Lox. Those are the two classic types of smoked salmon. Ideally, Nova and Lox are eaten on a bagel, the special chewy ring-shaped rolls that all the world has come to love. Indeed, bagel and lox is a combination that can make even the most jaded New Yorker go misty-eyed with pleasure, whatever their religion or ethnicity. And in the, in the long run, in the end, everybody, Italians, Jewish, Russian, Polish, they all buy Zeba stuff and they're all happy. That's Sam Cohen, who has been slicing smoked salmon at Zabar's for 47 years. 
Like thousands of others on the Upper West Side, Sam Cohen came to New York as a Jewish refugee after World War II, and he continues to slice his Nova the same way they liked it back in the old country. There is a certain percentage yet from the old school. They come to me, no, no, I want you cutting. I don't want their cutting. The old school, then the people like like a decent slice. They like a slice of bread, a slice of lox. Not very thick, but not very thin because they cannot get a taste. The new, the new sophisticated people, the, the people who are on diet, they like very skinny. They like very skinny, they want to be skinny, they like very thin sliced. What I do, I cut it in a slant way, not from the top to the bottom. Each slice individually, in the middle of the fish or whatever, in the beginning, this is the slices I do. Customers eager for Sam Cohen's attention are building up on the other side of the counter. But he just keeps smiling and slicing, smiling and slicing, just as he has for almost five decades. You know what I say? I try to keep my chin above the water. <laughs> yeah, I cannot let down myself. Life is like a, like a, like a water, like a level of, of, of a river. You want to keep yourself alive, you keep your, your, your face above the water. Once you, if you are stupid enough to put yourself above, lower than the water, you drown. And I want to stay alive. <laughs> At Zabar's, it seems, Food and philosophy just go together like, like, like bagels and locks. At Zabar's Deli at 80th Street and Broadway in the city of New York, this is Adam Phillips reporting.